Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest is uh, Dr. James V. Hart, who's the founder of the BioCybernaut Institute. James, thanks for coming. I'm so happy to be here with you, Richard. So what's a uh, BioCybernaut? You know, I guess that's my first question. Well, a BioCybernaut is to inner space what an astronaut is to outer space. BioCybernauts go on an inner adventure, an adventure into the mind, into the depths of their awareness. Hmm. Um, okay, so can you be a little bit more specific about that? Is that meditation? Is that anything where you're sitting with your own thoughts, or is it different from that? Well, it's interesting because meditation and the biocybernaut brainwave training can both be described within the same signal-to-noise metaphor. In meditation, as in the biocybernaut training, you're attempting to tune into an interior state of mind. Now, it turns out that brainwaves rule, and brainwaves rule your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, any intention you have, you have only when you have the right pattern of brainwaves. And when you change your brainwaves, you can change your experiences, and you can actually change fundamentally who you are, as in we're talking about personality change. So like an anxiety neurotic could come in and change their brainwaves with the biocybernaut technology and coaching. And then be a calm, centered, collected, integrated person. And uh, when we measure personality with personality tests, we find that there are profound changes that occur in core dimensions of the personality as people change their brainwaves. And so when we talk about brainwaves rule, what we're talking about is giving you the ability to be in the driver's seat of your own life. So what's um, so you worked with people that have anxiety and depression, and you've been able to change how they think and get them out of that state for good? Well, it, I don't know about for good, but at one point I had a quarter million dollar federal grant from the National Institute of Mental Health that was entitled Anxiety and Aging Intervention with EEG Alpha Feedback. And uh, the target population was uh, women who were from 60 well up into their 80s, but we also had a college-age male uh, group included. Uh, all the pilot data had been done with college-age males. And anxiety is higher in women than it is in men at every age. And it goes up with age in both men and women. And in women, it goes up faster. Mm. And so I chose women over 60 uh, to be like the ones most at risk for anxiety. Now, we found right. that by test by giving them personality tests before and after the week of training, that just like the younger males, the anxiety in the older women went down, and there were improvements in other dimensions of personality. But we wanted to know, like, how long does it last? So I had written into the grant a six-month follow-up and a 12-month follow-up to see how long the benefit okay. lasted. Well, when we brought people back at six months and retested them, to our astonishment, they were actually better at six months than they were immediately after the training, which was also much better than they were before the training. So we're going, we're scratching our heads and trying to puzzle this out. How could this be? Another six months go by, we bring them back at 12 months, 
and there were further improvements in the structure of the personality. So the question isn't even how long does it last. The question is, how long after the training is it that new benefits stop showing up? Now, you've got to figure that something powerful is going on if the benefits are getting stronger over time. And so here's, I think, how it works. When you change fundamentally how you see the world, how you relate to your perceptions, that is going to change you. Let me give an example, simple. Let's say you're colorblind. And then you have some miracle surgery, or you go to Lourdes and put the healing water in your eyes, and suddenly you can see colors. Well, for months, every flower and every sunset will be a showstopper, but it will also make fundamental changes in the way you live. Like you go to the supermarket, and instead of buying a box of this and a can of that, you're drawn by the colors of the fresh fruits and vegetables to buy and eat a more organic, natural, healthy diet. Fresh food instead of canned food. And this is going to start to change your biochemistry. Or you go to the closet to get dressed, and instead of putting on colors that are garish and clash so that people like avoid you like some geek, now you can select colors that are coordinated. And so people around you begin to relate to you differently. Your circle of friends expands. Your whole life starts to change because you see the world more fully and more accurately you see in color. Well, that's kind of what happens after the biocybernaut training. Your awareness expands so you see yourself and others more accurately and in greater depth. And so, of course, your personality is going to change as a result of this fundamental change in perfe- uh, perception. So, okay, so what is the, I think you've described what a session looks like, but um, what other methods are there of changing your mindset? And, uh, you know, is this the only way in a session where you'd, you know, you'd kind of change colors, like you said, you'd observe them and change them? Is there any other way to, um, to alter your mindset depending on the condition that you have or what you're experiencing normally? Well, as I started to say uh, a couple moments ago, uh, meditation, which is powerful and effective for some people, uh, and brainwave training, the biocybernet brainwave training can be described within the same signal-to-noise metaphor because what you're trying to do in meditation is to tune into this subtle internal signal called alpha waves. And advanced meditators, in fact, do produce big increases of alpha waves when they meditate. The problem is the meditation process is slow. It can take 21 to 40 years to become uh, rated as advanced in Zen meditation. Uh, whereas with the biocybernaut brainwave training, we reach in with the technology, powerful brainwave amplifiers, and we detect this subtle internal signal called alpha waves, and we amplify it a 100,000 times so that the signal is big enough to be worked with by computers. And then we give people feedback. Every time the alpha waves increase, one or more tones will get louder you have a different tone for different head sites. So if you go from the left back to the right back of your head and the left top to the right top, the tones would be bum, 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 bum. It would be an octave chord. And so as alpha waves increase at any one of the sites, that tone will get louder. If the alpha waves decrease, that tone will get quieter. And so you're literally sitting in an environment that your brain is creating. It's like a symphony of the mind. It's like the melody of your mind in which you are the composer, the performer, the conductor, and the audience 
but hopefully not the music critic. And so you right, listen exactly. to a strong... Yeah, that's right. The, the critic, that's the ego. And so you're listening to your brainwaves, and, you know, like when a baby is born, it's not it's not coordinated. It has to practice growing into controlling this thing called a human body. Well, it turns out that you can, for example, put your hand behind your head and bring together your thumb and each finger because your brain has feedback about where your body is and what it's doing. But in a very curious, maybe omission, the brain, the organ of feedback, was not provided with any feedback about itself. And that's what we, that, that missing link is what we provided by cybernaut. So we allow your, your brain to know what it's doing while it's doing it. And as a result, your brain can improve in a remarkable a range of ways. For example, we found that creativity increases 50% in just the classic alpha one training. Um, IQ goes up an average of 11.7 points. Emotional intelligence, which is actually more important to your success than IQ. EQ is more important than IQ. And the EQ goes up uh, over 15 points, which uh, would mean over the next 20 years that you'd make over $400,000 more income because it's been well established that every one point increase in EQ, emotional intelligence, gives you a boost of $1,300 a year. And that's a global average. It includes India and Bangladesh and Pakistan and you know, Sri Lanka. So in an advanced country where you have a you know, different economy, you'd likely have a bigger increase than $1,300. So there are many ways that you can improve, and they all begin with improving the way your brain works. So what's, I mean, I'm sure you've done this training many times. What's it like when you do it the first time, if you remember? And then what's it like, oh. you know, a subsequent time later on? Like, literally, what do you experience? Well, uh, first of all, it was when I did it, the, the, I did it in Dr. Joe Camilla's lab in San Francisco at University of California, San Francisco. I'd met him the um, uh, year before. I was a physics major at Carnegie Institute of Technology, and he came on campus and gave a talk entitled, uh, Dr. Camille will talk about brainwaves and consciousness. And so I went, and it was fascinating, and he and I started corresponding. Uh, when I graduated the next June uh, with a bachelor's degree in physics, I got on my Triumph motorcycle and rode up through Canada out to San Francisco and uh, went to his lab and volunteered as a research subject. And I had three sessions, very primitive. One electrode in the middle of the back of the head, one uh, score, three-digit score, and uh, a torn speaker sitting on an orange crate in the corner of the room. So that when my alpha got big, the torn speaker would fuzz out, and that provided an opportunity for me to merge into that. Rather than being an audiophile and being offended by the torn speaker, I actually found that it was a useful way to go more deeply into the alpha. And it was the most fascinating thing I'd ever done. The alpha would surge, and my rational mind would go, what happened? How did I do that? And of course, the alpha would retreat. Then I'd relax, and the alpha would come back again, and my rational mind would go, what's that? How did I do that? And it would retreat. So what I learned to do basically was put a leash on my rational mind. The alpha would surge, and I could hold it back like for half a second from doing that thing, like you know, going into questioning mode. And during that half second, the alpha could get bigger. And over time, 
I learned how to restrain my rational mind for a full second, two seconds, and five seconds. And as I did this, the alpha went up and up and up. At one point, on the, I went back on the fourth day. It was so wonderful. I wanted more. And they weren't doing any training. But I had learned how the lab worked. And Dr. Kimia's girlfriend, Joanne Gardner, worked there. And she and I had become friends. So I went to her office. I go, Joanne, would you please put a couple of electrodes on me and put me in the chamber so I could play? And she goes, oh, sure. So she took me downstairs, put the electrodes on, turned on part of the technology, just the computer. She didn't run the polygraph because it was it wasn't anybody's data, and there'd be no way to monitor the inkwells or the paper jams because it was an ink writing, paper pulling polygraph. And then she right. uh, started it, went upstairs, got involved in her work, forgot I was there. Later, lunchtime came. She went out to lunch with nine other people. And in course 11 of a 12-course Chinese lunch, she goes, oh, my God. And she remembered there was somebody in the chamber. So they all 10 piled into Paul Gorman's VW camper, hurtled back across town, raced to the building, ran in, ripped open the door of the chamber, and interrupted the late stages of a most incredible adventure, which you can read about on the BioCybernaut website under publications. It's called A Tale of Self-Discovery. It was actually published in 1984, I think, in Michael Hutchison's uh, Megabrain Report, and we reprinted on the website. And what had happened to me, I went into the chamber, I was a Lutheran, Protestant fundamentalist, Missouri Synod, uh, physics major, and I yeah. had I, I had never done any drugs, I had never gotten drunk, uh, I didn't know anything about meditation, and suddenly I found myself floating out of the chair and flying around the universe, having ego disintegration. Um, hmm. I met up with discorporate entities, some of which were a little scary. And it was like, it was like, wow. When the door opened near the end, I must have been in there, you know, like maybe three or more hours, uh, wow. having been forgotten in the chamber. I was no longer the person that went into the chamber because everything that I was or thought I was didn't fit into the, you know, it was a tiny little, you know, box. And it, it, it had no place in the larger awareness. Uh, and so I was profoundly transformed. And all I wanted to do was help other people to have this incredible high experience. And so I, at the end of the summer, I rode my motorcycle back across America to what was now Carnegie Mellon. And I registered for grad school in psychology, figuring that this was like going to somehow be my life's work. And I needed to get my rational mind stamped with, you know, some seal of approval so people take me seriously when I talked about, you know, weird stuff, which I later discovered was not weird at all. It was like common in advanced meditation. And so I actually began a practice of yoga meditation, got initiated by one of Yogananda's direct disciples and did uh, five years in very intensive uh, meditation and found that um, it was, well, at one point I did a um, one-month meditation retreat in my own home where I did two three-hour sittings twice a day um, and in full lotus. And, of course, you know, to do something like that, you know, there are going to be changes. But I also yeah. had access to the technology, and I realized that that, Six hours a day of meditation, which, you know, pretty much wrecked my knees for a year, sitting in the full lotus, you know, six hours a day. Right. Um, it was the equivalent of maybe if I'd done five days at the at the training center, at the lab, 
doing 90 minutes of feedback a day. And that was about the equivalent. Now, I'm about to start on November 3rd an amazing program with the famous IFBB certified bodybuilder, Ben Pekulski, who last November did his Alpha One training. He's coming back and he is going to train me at the gym every day for a month in November. And I'm going to train him at the Biosabernaut Institute in the Brainwave gym. So we'll have body gym and brain gym. And so he and I are both going to go through a very powerful transformation. And we're going to film it. Okay. We're going to make a movie of it. We've got a professional film crew and editors. And so Ben Pekulski and Dr. Jim Hart are going to train each other for a month here in Sedona starting uh, November 3rd. Very exciting. Well, all right. So I know you had a uh, you know transcendental experience, but you know, you're everyday users of the bio technology. I mean, I don't think that's what they're going for. I mean, what do you tell them? Like, let's say I walked in to your place or I use your, uh, your equipment and it's all right, first session, what do I do? What would you tell me and how would you guide me through it? Or is it self-guided? Uh, well, it's all super good questions. Uh, really good, Richard. Um, the one common thing that I have found about people who come to BioCybernaut for our brain training programs, and there's many, many different programs, Alpha, Theta, Delta, many levels of each one of those, people are interested in change. They want some kind of change in their life. Maybe they want to be more creative, and they come for that. Maybe they want higher IQ or greater emotional intelligence, and they come for that. Maybe they want to replace depression with happiness and joy. Uh, or maybe they're wanting to have transcendental experiences. They want to uh, kickstart their meditation. Or they want a, a, a booster, an afterburner on their meditation practice. And so we can help all of these people. The training, can, the training is done in small groups. The classic training can be done up to five people per group. And the premium double and the deluxe premium double can be done in groups as large as three. Because in the classic training, which includes a new training, which we call seven days to Zen, uh, people go in the chamber once each day. In the premium double and the deluxe premium double, they go in the chamber twice each day. So the days are much longer. Now, the uh, the, the reasons that people come... Uh, are we are articulated we honor them and we ask people to do work in the chamber so we can even though the protocol is the same for everyone in the group what they do with their private personal time in the chamber is entirely up to them we give them coaching we give them a 14-step forgiveness method let me go sideways on that for a minute hmm. i wanted after i'd had this transcendental experience i wanted to share that with other people and i started right. doing the work uh, back at Joe Camille's lab, I went there with, on a pre-doctoral fellowship from NIMH. But what I quickly found was that most people could not get to the deep experiences that I had had. And the reason was emotional traumas. And so I did like a detour, 20-year detour in my career to optimize the technology to be able to detect unconscious negative emotions. We have computerized mood scales for this. And then to clear those negative emotions with a 14-step forgiveness method that's linked to exactly what's happening to your brainwaves. You don't go on from the first step to the second step until you get a certain brainwave result. And then you go on okay. and you know that it's effective. And so this is very powerful in clearing out everything that holds you back from anything you want to do in your life. 
So when when I in uh, 2007, the world famous spiritual teacher Drunvalo Melchizedek, with his wife Claudette, did the training at my then California training center, May of 2007. At the end, he said. Most of the people, he said, 95% of all the people who do his teachings around the world do not get the fullness of his teachings. And he said the reason is always the same, emotional traumas. And he added that he'd never found anything as powerful as the biocybernaut training in eliminating emotional traumas. And so the training has been designed to go specifically to identify unconscious negative emotions and then to clear them which frees you up to do anything you want to do in your life. And so you can do, well, let let me give you an example. One of my engineers who was developing software for me had a complete set of my technology in his lab. He had a separate uh, hardware business, and he had a partner in that business. Well, that partner was, um, shall we say, um, in need of some help. And so without telling me, he gave his partner 100 sessions of training with my technology and pretty much nothing happened because the technology and doing the feedback with the technology is only one of three legs of the stool, one of three pillars that's necessary to create and support and to sustain transformation. The other two pillars are an optimized training protocol long days, seven days in a row. It's called mass practice rather than distributed practice. And the third pillar is what we call the transformational perspective of the trainer. And so if you have the advanced patented technology and you have the optimized, also patented training protocols, and you have Mm -hmm. trainers that I personally have trained who have the transformational perspective, then you have the means of affecting profound and lasting change in your life in a wide range of uh, areas. So, all right, in order to do this training, what does it look like? Do I have to go to a special location that you have and sit in the chamber? Is it now shrunk down to an app I could use with headphones or you know, what does it look like? A uh, very good question. Uh, presently, uh, the Alpha and the Theta and the Delta trainings are available in a number of locations around the world. Uh, there's one in Sedona, Arizona, There's one in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. We're building another one uh, near Calgary, Alberta, Canada. We're building one in Amatlan, Mexico. And we have one operational in uh, Meyerhofen, Bavaria, Germany. So you can go to Canada, Germany, uh, the U.S., and soon Mexico uh, for this training. And I'm happy to put them anywhere in the world if people want to provide a building and the funding uh, to do that. And so now you asked about an app. Um, We're introducing uh, early next year a new training called Seven Days to Zen. And Mm -hmm. it will be a variation of our current classic training in which people will have, before they do their brainwave feedback, a 40-minute meditation. And they will have, after their brainwave feedback each day, a second 40-minute meditation. And we will be able to show them the changes in their brainwaves, in their meditation before doing alpha feedback training at BioCybernaut and after doing alpha feedback training at BioCybernaut. And we will have a new device, uh, which is called AirZen, which will be a part of this. And uh, it will, at some point next year, be available for sale to the general public, but it will be used in the 
uh, brainwave training. It will also have an app for iPhone so that all the data generated will be able to be graphed. You'll be able to see uh, your waveforms and uh, you will be able to get data analysis on it. The data will be, with your permission, transmissible to the nearest BioCyberNet Center for archiving and for looking through to detect changing patterns in your health and wellness so that at some day you could actually get an alert that you want to perhaps uh, have an intervention, maybe uh, see a medical doctor or other uh, kind of a healer. And so, yeah, there's much that's coming, very exciting, new technology uh, being introduced. And the uh, seven days to Zen is based on a training that was documented to produce exactly the brainwave changes that are found in advanced Zen. Now, uh, Kasumatsu and Harai, two pillars of the Japanese scientific community, did a study with Zen meditators in Japan. And they went to Zen masters in the two main traditions of Zen, which are Soto, Zen, and Rinzai. And they asked for permission to measure the brainwaves on the monks. Permission was granted. And so then they further asked the Zen masters to rate their monks for level of spiritual development. And so they did. Beginners, intermediate, and advanced. Well, nobody who had less than 21 years of practice was rated advanced. From right. zero to six years, they were typically above Zen practice. Now, this is intensive. This is twice a day, 40 minutes a day, very intensive focused meditation. They were rated as beginner from zero to six years. Those who had from six to 21 years of practice were typically rated intermediate. And only those with 21 to 40 years of Zen practice were rated as advanced. And the brainwaves changed. In the beginners, alpha increased only at the back of the head. In the intermediate, the meditation started with alpha increasing at the back of the head, and then the alpha spread forward on the head. That's intermediate. In the advanced, all of those things happened, but in addition, the frequency of the alpha slowed, and there were theta waves that began to be emitted from the frontal lobes of the brain. The BioCybernaut classic training was documented in a published scientific paper in 1993 to produce all of those changes that occur only in advanced Zen. So we documented back in 1993 that our classic training produces the same brainwave patterns as 21 to 40 years of Zen. Now in the yeah, so this the, yeah so this new training that we're calling Seven Days to Zen we could actually call it Seven Days to Advanced Zen. Uh, we'll use the air high technology that we're uh, trademarking and patenting uh, and be introducing early next year. But the seven days to Zen training program, also available in January, will also have a 40-minute meditation period before and after the alpha feedback training. So people will actually get to see what their brain is doing when they are on their own without any feedback doing the meditation that we will be teaching them how to enhance. Oh, interesting. So what um, if you were to look at your training at one of your centers and then you were to look at the seven days to Zen training, how good is it compared to coming to your center and doing this stuff in the chamber? Is it 80% as good, you know, 90% is good. What do you estimate? Well, the seven-day to Zen training is done at the training center. You get yeah, electrodes but, you know, in your head. If I do it at, uh, in my environment versus yours, yours is probably more conducive to doing it than me doing it on my own. It's like, you know, I, I would right. do well, a lot better we always were, going to you. 
We do have a transportable system that we can take to uh, conferences and uh, trade shows. Uh, it's called uh, the uh, Roadshow. And it has all of the BioCyberNet technology. So if we were to put that in a truck and bring it to your place, it wouldn't be as effective as doing it at the BioCyberNet Center. And there are many, many factors because I've had over 40 years to optimize everything, including the colors on the walls and the and the carpets. Uh, it turns yeah, but the out reason that I ask, but the reason I ask is that you know not everyone can go to your centers, and you know because of convenience or money or we're introducing a new, less expensive training under ten thousand dollars that we'll actually be doing the first examples of the betas. Of we'll be doing that in um, in uh, December, and so people who and we have payment plans as well. So people who previously haven't been able to afford to come to BioCyberNet but have wanted to now have an under ten thousand dollar training that they can, and it's only five days, so it fits into a week. You have a travel day pre and post, and so in uh, five day training, people will be able to expose themselves to the BioCyberNet technology and to learn about their brainwaves. Well, what if no. what if I um what if I challenged you and I said, yeah, how good of an experience do. can you make it if it's only restricted to all self-guided work and it's just it lives on an app and I download the app and the app speaks to me or it, you know plays music whatever it is but it it it's, that's all I've got that and my budget is like super low. Is there anything that I can do to even get close to the benefits of what I get doing your full training? That's my question. That's a it's a super good, good question. And the the AirZen technology that we will be introducing uh, will, in its second version, have an app uh, that will work through your iPhone, and it will be usable at home. It won't be like the full on experience at the training center, but it will. And we're going to be demonstrating this with research that we're doing. It will be better than any meditation that you can do on your own. Not as good as the brainwave training at BioCyberNaut, but better than any meditation that you can do on your own. So this is like a teaser. We are introducing a new piece of technology. It's called AirZen, and uh, it will be available for sale to the general public. People who do the seven days to Zen training will get one for free to take home with them to be able to continue their meditation practice. Okay, very good. Yeah, I just I know it's not going to be nearly as good, but there's always trade-offs. So I wonder if you could make it a lot more accessible to a lot more people by doing that's our like plan. That, you know. We yeah. want to reach the whole planet. All right. Yeah. No, at some great. point, at at some point, governments will realize that they have to do this for their people. Like governments provide schooling. It's considered to be necessary to live in a modern world a modern country, that you have to provide schooling for the children. Well, brain school is just a further expansion of that. At one point, I did a calculation in, I think it was uh, 2008. I gathered the statistics on the U.S. defense budget, and uh, the latest numbers available were at that time 2004, and I included Homeland Security and the Coast Guard and you know the defense budget. And it turns out that just half of the defense budget would be able to BioCyberNot train all 300 million adult North Americans, U.S. and Canada. And so after the, the, the people had had that kind of training, first of all, they'd be so much more productive and effective 
that they'd be able to support a bigger defense budget if necessary, but also maybe treaties of amnesty and compassion would be enforced globally as a result of the North Americans transforming their consciousness so that maybe all of those resources could go into fixing infrastructure or doing other good and useful things, going out to the planets or the stars. Mm. Okay. Um, very good. So what's... Again, can you just go over the roadmap in brief, you know, with, with a few timelines? What's coming and when over the next year or two? And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I want to give listeners a chance to get in contact with you. So, yeah, what's the roadmap Start, with a few timelines? In it? Okay, sure. The the new under $10,000 training, uh, it, which is called Explore Your Brain 101, will start in December. And uh, you'll need to check the BioCybernet website. The first possible day, 18 to 17, because it's a five-day training, or it could be what we call the Christmas training, which the normally run seven days, the 26th of December through January 1. This would run 26th of December through the 30th of December. And it would also be available in January. The first January training would go uh, January 10 to 8, whereas if it were a seven-day training, it would go uh, the 4th uh, through the 10th. And so those are people, things that people can sign up for. Now, there is a minimum of three people. We will not run those trainings for one or two people. The group energies are very important, and we can have three, four, or five people in the Explore Your Brainwaves 101 uh, training. And then uh, early next year, uh, we will introduce the Seven Days to Zen training, where people will be able to practice meditation before and after their brainwave training so that they can learn how to sustain the process and take it home with them as a part of their uh, natural meditation or the meditation that they will in fact learn how to do. At one point when I was still in California, I trained a Zen master, Ruho Yamada Roshi, who was first brought to this country in the 60s by the very famous Zen master, uh, Suzuki Roshi. And what uh, Ruho Yamada Roshi said was that the BioCybernode Alpha training corrected aspects of his practice of Zen meditation. It confirmed others and overall deepened his practice of Zazen. And he said the BioCybernode training doubled his understanding of the dimensionality of consciousness. He even went so far to say that in his somewhat broken English, he said, BioCybernode better than having own Zen master. And I go, Ruho, how can you say that? You're a Zen master. And he goes, listen, if you have Zen master, Zen master busy, have many students. You sit, you meditate, you have attainment, you go new level, master busy, not notice. Next day, master see you, see you different. He give you feedback, one eyebrow go up little. Feedback at BioCybernaut all the time. BioCybernaut better than having own Zen master. That's funny. Yeah. All right, well, very good, very good. So uh, what's, what's the best way to uh, for people to get in touch to find out more about the different levels of training? Uh, com, and that's B-I-O-C-Y-B-E-R-N-A-U-T. Rhymes with astronaut and has a similar spelling. And again, a biocybernaut is to inner space what an astronaut is to outer space. With biocybernaut, you can go exploring into your own mind. Mm. Well, very good. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, and uh, you know, I'd like to check it out in whatever form I can. So thank you for coming. Wonderful. Thank you, Richard. Thank you so much for having me. 
You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, 